Hashtag, this could be your ad. Well, hello there. It's me, Megan, from the show I just called to say. As a reminder, we're not a sponsored podcast, but we could be with your help. Hashtag, this could be your ad. Got a business you want to promote? Or maybe you just want a personal shout out for being a great supporter of this podcast. Email us at I just called to say podcast at gmail.com. And this could be your ad. I just called to say. Remember when I just called to say. Thank you for that time. I just called to say. (laughs) (laughs) What had happened was really. Well, hello there, and welcome to I Just Called to Say. I'm your girl, Megan Pugh, joined by the cute and comedic Colleen Rass. Hey, boo. Love the alliteration. So (laughs) cute. So comedic. You are. You are. Uh, Make sure you guys uh, subscribe to the podcast, like, follow, and keep up with all of our shenanigans. Yeah, Megan, you're kicking ass on social these days, may I just say. Girl, I'm out here trying. I'm putting out my Instacart money to give y'all a giveaway this week. (laughs) I mean, I feel engaged. I feel engaged. Yes. And I'm finding all these great meme pages, and I'm like, maybe that's what yeah. this is supposed to be. This is supposed to be memes and our faces and telephones every once in a while. Amazing. So this week is Thanksgiving, and in the spirit of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I figured we would talk about things that we are thankful for and people that we are thankful for, friends, family, and the friends that have become family. Aww. You just have, like, certain friends in, like, different categories. Like, do you have that one friend who it's like, Sometimes you just want to hang out with them because you know you can sit in silence together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so comfortable. And you're just like, I call that the target run friend. It's a level of intimacy where it's like, we can go do something mundane, but we don't have to be alone. And that's mm-hmm. amazing. Those are the friends I love. I love those friends. But I also love those mm-hmm. friends who you call up when you're like, you don't hang out with them often because they can sometimes be too much. But you call them when you're like, I really want to mm-hmm. have a good time. And every time you get with that person, yeah. you're like, yes, I forgot why. You're like, why don't I hang out with them on the regular? Yeah. And then it gets like, because it always goes a little bit too far. That's it always why. goes just a little bit too far. Sometimes I I feel and I know that I am that friend for people because they will be like, I will call them like, hey, like, what's up? Like, I haven't drank since the last time we hung out. <laughs> You know what? I just called to say that I am so thankful for my friendship with you. I'm very thankful for mine with you as well. We became friends very quickly in my mind. It was like, I feel like we Mm -hmm. said like we like the same things and we were like, okay, now we're automatically friends. And it was just like such a quick friendship. You were so funny and I felt like I could like banter back and forth with you. Yeah. You introduced me to Crappens. (laughs) You introduced me to Instacart. more DNA. Yeah, no, I feel like we, like, immediately spoke the same, like, cultural language, like, mm-hmm. pop culture-wise, so it was, like, very easy from there to kind of, like, segue into real friendship, so. Totally. Because you also have those friends who, like, you, they love you and you love them, but when you bring up pop culture, their eyes roll just a little bit at you. <laughs> You're oh like, my god, no. that happened to me the other weekend, and I was like, none of you got me. None of you got me. <laughs> You're like, this is news, too, Okay. <laughs> I like, got so excited because someone said something that like referenced Bravo, and I was like, "Oh, it's a gun!" And I just stopped myself, and I was like, "No, never mind. None of you, none of you watch what I am talking about." 
Maybe you will judge me for it. So, oh right. I have this one friend where I feel like she and I could like catch up at any point in time. Shout out to Becca. She and I follow all the same Bravo people, like Bravo celebrities. Oh, so good. So good. Oops, sorry, maybe just got home. Like after you told me about Amanda and Kyle getting engaged, I immediately oh. texted her and I was like, Did you know? <laughs> that ring. It's so good. So good. It's like probably one of the few rings that I've seen that have been like, yeah, that's amazing. That's it's so pretty. It really is. And I'm usually not like a square cut ring, but I'm like, I would be so no, thankful for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very sexy on her hand. Oh my god! Like the one picture where she's holding the purse. Like I'm like, why do you look so cool? <laughs> yeah, I've never so seen good. an engagement announcement photo look this cool. Like usually it's the traditional, yeah, it's so like. It's for the Southern women. I feel like it's the traditional, like they put their engagement hand over the man's chest and they lean their body yeah. in just a little bit. And they look at the camera and they're like, get it, bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's like a classic pose for married people too. It's just always the woman's hand over the man's chest. But the comment, the captions usually something like. We did a thing. <laughs> oh, we did a thing. We did a thing. <laughs> It's forever long enough. <laughs> it's forever long enough. That's a good one. I don't know if that's one. I've, I don't know if I've seen that or like how about forever. Love, love that. I mean, I guess I think about it. I'm like, well, what do you put? That's not gaggy. It's all kind of that way. So it's like you kind of have to like choose whichever one fits your style of gag. The day I get engaged, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I don't know. I want to put something just like very like blase. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, period. Yeah. I don't even know. I think I'll get, like, anxious about... I had one friend. She got engaged. Caitlin McGlynn. She'll probably never listen to this podcast in a bajillion years. But if she does, <laughs> I'd be extremely flattered. She is my target friend. I always say that because she's just, like, this beautiful creature that she can just be around and your day is a thousand times better by just her mere presence. Um, but she got engaged and... Another friend from college and I both both posted about it before she even did, which I guess was really tacky. But we just got we were so excited and like wait, you posted her engagement before she did? Yes. Was she pissed? No. Oh, oh, well, she's she's yeah. So chill. That's like it's just like she's not that kind of gal. Like she just like wouldn't. We were all just so excited, like the three of us. It, like I don't think that's like it wasn't on her brain to be like. And yeah. like, I think she was at like a party and people were like, why did we find out from? I actually kind of like that. I don't know if someone yeah. posts on my engagement before I do. Kind of makes me feel quasi famous. Yeah. Because like, if you're friends on the past. I actually, not only did I post about the engagement, I re-downloaded Instagram. I hadn't been on Instagram in a year and a half. <laughs> and now I'm still on it. Oh, because yeah. I was, I was in, like, I was so happy. I was crying with joy and I was like I need to let everyone know that this has happened and she's just a casual kind of gal and like she like I mean she did post about it a couple of like days after but I think she was just so happy she didn't care yeah oh my god I love that yeah when my best friend Casey you know Casey Mm -hmm. um small world uh, but when Casey got engaged I was in uh Saks Fifth Avenue outlet 
no, what is it? Off Saks Fifth Avenue? <laughs> yeah, that's the outlet uh, name. Yeah, yeah. I was in Off Saks Fifth Avenue in a dressing room and she calls me and she's like, I did it. We got engaged. And then our other friend that we grew up with, he proposed to his, who's his now wife that same day. Mm-hmm. And so he puts me in a group text with him and Casey and he's like, yay, pew, pew. He's like, we're all engaged. You're next. And I'm like, oh my God. Yay. I'm so thankful for these friends Ooh. doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not next though. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Aside from that, they put me in this guy, puts me in this group text with him and Casey. This is one of my friends. Come to find out, homeboy doesn't even invite me to the wedding. Like, you put... What? Yeah, he lets me know in a group text with him and one other person, my best friend, because the three of us were like, we called ourselves Lizzie, Gordo, and Miranda. Mm -hmm. Like, we were those people. So cute. Right? Casey was Lizzie, I was Miranda, and he was Gordo. So what are you going to do? Well, I still want to set a good example, so I'm going to let her down easy. Let her down easy? Let her down easy, Lizzie. I'm begging you, please think. And he had like a fro, just like Gordo and all. Um, Amazing. But yeah, he did not invite me to that wedding. And you know what, Austin? I'm still bitter about it. <laughs> That's why I'm bringing it up again. <laughs> I'm also thankful for friends who have uh, high quality open bars at their wedding. Oh yeah, that's amazing. That's incredible. I was recently at a wedding with a raw bar. And that was pretty fabulous. Ooh, yes. Yeah, I was like, there's not, like, the shrimp, the oysters, the crab. And the other food at the wedding was equally as fabulous. Like, it was so good. But the raw bar was just so, like, spectacular. The raw bar just says, like, fancy, expensive, elegant. I'm immediately just thinking of Sonia on the episode of Real Housewives where she's dancing in front of the raw bar. And she's like, I'm vegan except for not for oysters. It's like, yeah. And she tried to eat like the decorative garnish. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you can't take her anywhere. Yeah. I'm also like super thankful for friends' weddings. Like, I think we're now at the age where that's happening. Mm-hmm. And you're going to weddings like not on your parents' terms. And that's a really fun experience to be like, oh, I get to go to this. Right. This is for me. I'm also thankful for piggybacking off of friends' weddings, uh, going to friends' weddings with my parents and then having that realization where I'm like, I can drink. Like, I can legally drink at this wedding in front of my parents. Yeah. Like, sometimes I go to, like, family functions and I'm like, I forget that I'm of age and I don't have to, like, sneak it. Yeah. (laughs) So you're like, oh, this is, like, appropriate for me. It'll be like Thanksgiving. I'm, like, sneaking red wine. I'm like, wait. Why am I sneaking it? Yeah, like, it's okay. You know, I still, like, well, yeah, whenever I'm ordering at a wedding, I, like, make sure that my parents only see me drink a certain amount. Yes. Like, I don't want them to, like, be worried. Well, yeah, because let's like be a, honest. Concerning sign. It's like if our parents really saw, like, the amount that we could consume and still be standing, they would probably be a little nervous. They'd probably be, I mean, they know we're their children. Like, I'm pretty sure our parents, like, really threw it back. Uh, I'm thankful for the kind of friends where if you don't see them for a long time, and then when you get back together, it's like no time has passed. Those are the good ones. So, I lied when. And she just called to say. Why would you do that? We just called to say. That really changed my life. Pick, pick, up your but uh, dude, you're uh, you're kind of killing it. Have you listened? Yeah.
It's uh. Did you? Or are you just? No, I've listened to. Uh, I'll tell you all of them. So yeah. I'm like pretty caught up. I think it's. I think it's hilarious. I think like it's the response great. has been. I mean, I haven't like the people who've responded have been like a small number, yeah. but their response Strong. is loud. Because like, it's it's, like, it's you. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this shit is like you, and it's like, oh yeah, it's definitely Megan. Like this yeah. is you do some beast work. <laughs> Listen, I was like, yo, I wonder if she can edit our shit because that shit's hard. You know what I want? I want, to, I want to create a podcast production company, PV you're, you're, Productions. That's what I was thinking. I was like, won't she? It'd be funny if Megan just like ate up this podcast shit because I feel like you're you're on your way and like. We you are right now compared to like that's me rubbing my hands together <laughs> when when I first met you. It's, it's what like, is it you say, Don? You just made like leaps and bounds. What what, what is a, it you say? What? Tell the people. I was gonna put you on. I'm trying to put you on. <laughs> I don't even... So I just called to say thanks for putting me on, Don. That's hilarious. That's great. Well, you are more than welcome, and I feel like. Uh, I want to keep putting you on. Like, no bullshit. Like, anybody, because really. you said something. You said, I feel like 2018 is going to be your year. And then we were like, I was like, well, let's create something then. And then we started working on yeah. cohabitation. Right, right. And we didn't even know it was going to be a podcast. We, we were just, we were like, doing. writing stuff. Yeah. And then you, me, and Colleen were like, let's put it as a podcast. Let's do this. Hey, by the way, Colleen's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> it was so She's so fun. funny. She's hilarious. And I remember when we were like writing her, I was like, wow, these girls like But you wrote uh, the first episode. Right. It's just like let's you just get let's get the you ball rolling. Right, let's just get the ball rolling, right? Let's get the ball rolling and then like You created the environment. Right. And I was telling my buddy about like, oh yeah, we got this like cool thing going, you know, but it's still like really premature, but it's like yeah. It could probably be something. And I was like, but dude, these girls that I'm working with are like, <laughs> they're next level. Cause like, I'll come in and I can, eh, I'm here. Boom. I just set a little mini bar. And then they come in, boom, boom. And then like, Megan would come in, boom, boom, boom. And then Colleen, like, the, every week it was leveling up. Let me introduce you. I have my dear friend, Don Champagne. Yes, that last name is real. It's not a stage name. Don Champagne. Pain. So One more time for the people in the back. Don Champagne. <laughs> Don Champagne is a Charleston native, born and raised here. This is the guy of the town. James Island is his place. He is an entrepreneur. He is a God-driven man, and he is also a co-creator on our podcast that you will one day hear very soon, Cohabitation. Yes, 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 yes. Did I leave anything out? No, that was, that was great. Like, I'm glad you said entrepreneur. It's vague enough. People won't ask. You know what I mean? What does he do? Like, they don't need to know. It. I'm you working. <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure bills? it out. Yeah, I'm living. Goodness. I have to thank Don because Don officially gave me my black card. So I told you guys in previous episodes, I didn't really get black friends until I was probably about 21. And when I was 21, I had a job at a gym and I became friends with uh, Darren Lucas. Shout out to Darren Lucas. Shout out to Luke. Yeah. Shout out to Luke. That's my guy. <laughs> And Luke was like, let me take you around to the homies. We're going to hang out. So I get there and it's Don's apartment and Don is like mad cool. He had just moved back to James Island from Columbia because he went to USC, graduated right? from USC. Shout out to Cox. Yeah. Ooh, go Cox. All day. He had gone to predominantly white schools like myself. We kind of talked very similar, but at the same time it was like, 
were a little ratchet. You were a little ratchet. And when I got around them, I was like, oh my God, I don't have to put on a front for anything, you know, because these are my people. Like, this is the family I've been looking for since... It's hilarious. You know, and my family had already been one, and they were like, yo, when are you going to get your black card? Like, you <laughs> don't have black friends. Like, we love Margaret, Casey, Allie, and Jade, but where are your black friends, honey? <laughs> so, That's so funny. So when I showed them these friends, my sister was just so excited. She was like, yo, you got black friends. I want to show off my black friends. <laughs> That's so great. So, That's so funny, man. But I remember the day I met you, I had I just got my wisdom teeth taken off. <laughs> And then, yeah, and since that man, I, since that moment, like we've been we've been kicking it, and I I think it's just it's definitely been more of a family thing. And I was just thinking on the way here, like you're not gonna do your Christmas. I will be doing it. You just Wait. it's just oh, you Columbia. Yeah. Yep, it's happening. Shelly was like, you can't not do your Christmas dinner. I was just thinking. I was like, because. Oh, Damn. Yeah, the first year I threw a Christmas dinner, Don was invited, and he was the first person to show up, and his ass showed up empty-handed. But I brought Jeff. I brought Jeff, okay. and Jeff, Jeff saved the day, right? So I didn't bring food. I bought Jeff. Jeff is a Jeff. chef. Yeah, and he was a chef. What are the chances? See, I bring blessings in many ways, Megan. I bring him in many ways. <laughs> and my mom was trying to help me in the kitchen, and even my mom called him out because, you know, my mom is shady. And she was like, uh, you didn't bring anything? <laughs> uh, I felt so bad. Your family, dude, they're, they're freaking uh, hilarious. So, speaking of dinners, Thanksgiving is coming up. Oh, fuck. And let's talk about some of the most stereotypical things you can expect at Black Thanksgiving. Okay. A Black thing, like one of the most, okay, What? this is the best one is around, you know, two hours after everybody ate, right? Two to three hours, you find the turkey wrapped in that ugly ass foil. <laughs> it's like, it's halfway crinkled. <laughs> you gotta like lift it up. What's <laughs> gonna ruin And like that condensation just rolls right off of it. God, that's hilarious. That's, that's definitely gonna be it, 100%. Um, you'll find some, some, definitely some mac and cheese the collards. Mm -hmm. We never had mashed potatoes, right? Oh, we never had mashed potatoes, but it, we have potato salad. Y'all do right. potato salad? Shit, yeah. yeah. But like, like my <laughs> white like, friends have would foods. have like mashed potatoes. I'd be like, I never, I never understood the mash. But uh, outside of that, what else you got? You got ham. You got black eyed peas. You got a, you got a thousand pies. Yeah, you got your nosy aunt. Hundred <laughs> percent. You got your uncle who's gonna ask you what you're doing to make money lately. Yeah, that's hilarious. And then you gotta tell him, hey, I'm an I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure. Or if you're it out. in my family, you have that uh, relative who likes to ask if you've lost weight or gained weight. That's, Either way, they're gonna ask you about funny. your weight. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. They're gonna eyeball you up and down. <clears throat> what else am I gonna see at a Black Thanksgiving? I mean, what am I missing? I right? mean, just crazy I mean, family. the memes are out there. <laughs> right? 100%. Like, we're probably going to play board games or something later on. Oh my gosh, have you ever played Black Card Revoked? I have not played. I played everything except that. Oh my gosh. Black Card tell me about you gotta this game. You got to play it. Okay, so yeah. it's like Cards Against Humanity, but it's all black questions. Majority rules. Who taught you how to spell the word independent? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Was it A, a teacher? <laughs> I got this one. B, Lil Webby? <laughs> C, Destiny Song? 
Or D, Lil Boosie. Okay, that was not, none of those were my answers, so. Oh, I'm actually confused about this one though. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's a little harder than I thought it was. But my cousin, LB, uh, shout out to his podcast, Cultivated Ignorance. Love it. Uh, he and I were on a team together, and LB and I are like, we're, we're very much the same. Like, we're almost like the Oreo cousins. Like, he's got a mixed I hate child. That shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm dating a white man. Like, LB and I are very oh, similar. Great. And we were very close growing up. Um, but we were the winning team against all our cousins. And it was just like, yes, y'all doubted how black we were before. That's so funny. That's, that's freaking hilarious. Black card revoked. You gave me my black card. You kind of told me like what it meant to be black. I kind of like be myself and let the guard down. So essentially, I became woke around you. I was huh. very woke. I had no idea I was waking people up. You were. You were... <laughs> I, I had no idea I had the I had the sauce. You know what I mean? Because like, no, seriously, because like, I, I got that same thing. It's like, hey, done. You're like, uh, you're half a black guy, but I'm like, I'm dark as shit. First and foremost, but no, it was so funny. I was like, you know, I thought you were like black enough, and then I was just like, me and me. And you're like, oh, I get my black card. I had no idea till like three years later that I was like your first black friend. I think. Yeah, That's you and Darren and like, Luke and like yeah. Darren introduced like Darren and I hit it off at work. He introduced yeah. me to you, and then you introduced me to Pat, and then Pat introduced me to people. So it was like you were the ripple effect. That's so funny. Right? It's funny how things work. Right? What is your definition of woke? Of woke, oh, wow. <laughs> now I would say uh, just being aware of what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Especially as like a, like a black person. You know what I mean? Just like no, no, what's going on in the culture? And I guess I don't know, man. That's. A, I mean, yeah, I agree. A, Knowing what's going on in the culture for any like. You need to know what's going on in your own culture, but you also need to be aware of what's going on in other people's cultures. 100%. Like, be woke about Black Lives Matter. Be woke about right. LGBTQ. Right. Be woke about all the immigrants, you know? Right, right, right. Now I can dig woke. Yeah, just be woke, man. Uh, so I mentioned that Don is a God-driven man. Don and I went to the same church. <laughs> James Island Christian. I have gone to an all-black church. I've gone to an all-white church. I have also, my favorite was, I went to an international church. It was uh, Church of God, International Praise Church of God. There was black, white, there was some Jewish people up in there. There were some Asians <laughs> up in there. Yeah, it was, it, was, wow. it was beautiful. There was a translator in the back. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. We had the An international the church. church? Yeah, it was beautiful. I loved that church. Um, and then I came to James Island Christian, and I was like, oh, I'm back at an all-white people church. Cool. Praise and worship's a little soft, but you know. A little soft. But I like it. I can understand the message. It's cool. You know? It is pretty And we always get out at noon sharp. Always. Maybe always. like 12.05 at the latest, but shit, yeah, I'm not in here for an extra hour. Like, this is great. Like, we can go to brunch. Yeah, that was so attractive to me when I first went there. I was like, oh, I get done with church at 12 sharp? This is three weeks in a row. 12. This must be a regular thing. I never meant to just go to like an all-white church. It actually happened just by like chance. And by the way, the day I saw you, I was like sitting in the booth and I was like, Megan, you go to church here too? I had no idea. Hey bro. <laughs> I was like, I see you. Cause when you see black people in church, he's like, oh. No, but uh, going to an all white church for me, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church. You know what I mean? And for, I mean, I went there my whole life through like high school, 
a little bit in college and then I just stopped going to church and maybe for like years, like three or four years. And at the time I was living with my boy Dan, shout out to Dan, he's like my brother. His brother is actually like the pastor of that church. Okay. Um, did you know that? No. Uh, yeah, so his brother's the pastor of this church and he's telling me every week. Like he's the like, pastor who speaks every Sunday? Yeah. Oh, snap. It's crazy, right? And he's like, yo, you gotta just come to church, man. Like, come to church. I'm like, nah, I'm good on that, dude. I'm, I'm still hungover from last night. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm not about that. <laughs> good yeah, and then, uh, you know, I think at this point I was just like, I don't know, just down and out. And he's like, come on. And I ended up like just going. I was like, you know what? I can probably make this a regular thing. End up just like diving back in the word and psh, it was a wrap. Now I'm all in. He's all in, like he's like in the booth. I'm in, I'm in the booth. I'm in the production booth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's in the production ministry, y'all. <laughs> That's y crazy, right? Production ministry. Thought. That's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Did you go on the mission trip with them? Oh yeah, I did do a mission trip. Did you they try and leave you by accident? In Africa? No, that's why. That's that's great. They're like, someone get him some water. Oh, sorry, Don. Uh, that, that's great. That's that's great. You're like, guys, it's me. Sorry. You guys all look the that's same. That's so funny, man. No, actually. We're in the same shirt. Actually, I was in uh, Nicaragua. Oh. You know, it's like. It's like a black people. It's still, yeah, it's still black people, but I was like, it's like almost like a. Definitely stood out. I definitely stood out <laughs> in Nicaragua. But no, that was that was different because we actually did like a prison ministry. And it was, man, it was... Dope. It was dope. But like our prisons over here are like hotels. You can go to Rikers Island. You can go to any prison in the United States and it does not compare to this thing. You and uh, Colin were talking about, uh, uh, speaking of like uh, jail, Andrew Gillum. The guy down in Florida. Yes. So I heard he had like a like a jail reform like program going. He like true like rehabilitation, getting educations, and and actually getting a job when you get yeah. out. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of dope. We should implement that everywhere in the U.S. We need that. I was definitely yeah. listening to you, but I was just like, wow. <laughs> I'm thinking more like you listened to the episode because <laughs> you quoted something. Oh, you're surprised actually. Listen, he thought I was bullshit. I'm like, forget Gillum. He just quoted from the episode. That's so funny. I didn't even realize I did that. But I appreciate I, that. Yeah, no doubt. Like, you guys are uh, killing it. Yes, quoting the epi. I thought I was the only person who quote the episode. I texted my sister the other day and I was like, does it make me a narcissist if I listen to episodes of the podcast and still laugh? Uh, no. <laughs> They're hilarious. I'm like, I like cheap laughs. <laughs> They're freaking funny, man. Yeah, Colleen, Colleen is so funny. I'm thankful for her friendship. She is definitely a very woke white woman. Uh, she, she's the definition of woke. Like, yeah. Colleen is, is woke. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. So my friend that I'm staying with, Anna, I actually yeah. kind of met Colleen through Anna, sort of. <clears throat> and Anna is just equally as woke. And one time she was like, I had these Bantu knots in for New Year's, and it's like braids. That, if you guys don't know what Bantu knots, look at Crazy Eyes yeah, from yeah, Orange yeah. is the New Black. I had my hair like that, but it was real cute. I was like Scary Spice. And uh, I needed to take them out because it had snowed that winter. And I was like, yeah, I got to cover up these parts. My scalp was getting cold. <laughs> so I needed to take my Bantu knots out, and I was hanging out with Anna that day, and I was like, yo, 
<laughs> you help me take these out. And she got in my hair, started helping me unravel these braids and all. And when she was done, I'll never forget it. She looks at me and she goes, I was like, thank you for helping with that. And she goes, no, thank you. She was like, I would have never been, I would have never had the opportunity to take out a black person's braids. <laughs> Basically what she was saying, I'm paraphrasing it. That's but I was like, hilarious. damn. Well, bitch. She was like, yeah. She's like, honestly, that was great motor skills for my hands. <laughs> Cause I mean, it is a piece of work to have to unravel those braids. It's That's very tedious. So funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's very woke of her. Right. Uh, it's great to have friends like that. It's great I, to have uh, white friends like that. You know, <laughs> like they like get it. But it's also great to have black friends like you and my fam that you've gifted me with. I love my black friends. Yeah. Seriously, my friends. It's so funny. They're my same friends from like elementary, middle, and high school and college now. Like, and they're, I mean, you need it. I mean, you just need people that can relate to you. Yeah. Like, seriously. I mean, God, I hate to sound so cliche. It's hard out here for a black man. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? it's the truth. Say it one more time for the people it in the really back. It is hard out here for a black man. Like, you really get discriminated on. And it's the subtle things that people just gloss over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when I get pulled over, like, all my black friends that think I'm too white, when I get pulled over, the cops still look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's he gonna You're do? Like, but I was just at Tyler's house. Right? <laughs> Learn when the, when the cops come, just cut it on news talk. You know what I mean? And put your hands on the wheel and, and just shut up and down the way. It's funny. How about you? How, what does it mean for you to have black friends? It means being, it's that relatability. Yeah. It's like when you look at a meme and you're like, oh my gosh, other people are out here thinking the same thing. Yeah. And so it's really special for me when I have black friends, but black friends who have had a very similar black experience like my mm. own, being yeah. in like very predominantly white areas. And then you get around those friends and you're like, did you ever do this when you were around white people? Or like, <laughs> do you ever find yourself trying to like not do this around white people? Oh, that's so funny. Or I love when my black friends and my white friends, we get together. And I can uh, yeah. say things like to my black friends, I'll be like, like if my black friends do something that's like annoying, I'll be like, you better stop before you make me show up in front of these white people. <laughs> <laughs> like I love that. I love having that. Uh, that's, that's, that's hilarious. But it, it, like you said, I love, I love the crossover. I love the blend. That's when it's the most beautiful. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's so funny. Like my white friends are, I just feel like I can be me. You know For what sure. I mean? In front of like my white and black friends, I feel like I can just be myself. And For sure. And that's, that's what's really dope. Like sometimes I feel like I don't have to put on the front. Just be me. It's so much easier. So easy. I and like it. I feel like I'm just getting to this place maybe within like the past seven years. You know? How about, how so about that? No, it's nice. Welcome. <laughs> you know, like I don't think I ever just get welcome. Come on board. Like people like, ask me, they're like, oh, you have like a white boyfriend? Like, what is that like? And I'm like, honestly, when I met him, I think I became just that much more comfortable too, just being like, just be yourself. Like, yeah. Like, and like my boyfriend, he's, he like, he has an adopted black brother. I so love like, he Pete. gets it. He gets it. And you know what's so funny about Pete? Like, you just kind of. Pete's more sensitive than I am to the black experience he sometimes. Sees it. You know, like, I could tell he sees it. When you can, when you first meet Pete, it's like, oh, he gets it. So I gotta give you props for, you know, putting me on, <laughs> you know. Also, side note, Don had employed me for a hot minute. <laughs> I, I totally forgot that I, I 
totally forgot about that. I was employed by Don Chaffee. <laughs> I was, oh my God. Technically, I was doing Instacart before there was Instacart. I was a personal grocery shopper for you. You were. I, I was I was a personal grocery shopper and I went the extra mile. I would cook the groceries that I then got. I did his meal prep. That's so funny and it always like bugged me out because at the time you're a pescatarian, right? But she was cooking my chicken. I was like, Yo, nice how does she, how does she know how to make chicken? Like, how does she know how to do this? She don't need me. To, like, what's up? <laughs> but, but I'm like, this shit's good. Seasoning that thing. Lemon pepper, like yeah. it, it was, it was the go-to. That's that's so funny, but I totally forgot that you. Uh, that's so funny. You were. I was employed by Don. He paid me. I think I worked for him for two pay periods. Two pay, yeah, two. And I'm just a lazy piece of shit. I'm so pathetic. Like I. Hate I would going like to the make like store. his like list for work. It was like I guess like a scouting yeah, list of like kinda, potential clients. Right. I remember, I actually went back to that list recently. You're like, I need a like, hundred potential clients. Oh I was like, I got need it, some leads. You're yeah. good though. And then, um, yeah, <laughs> I remember when we were negotiating, like price, I was like, okay, I'll do it for this price, but I'm going to need perks. <laughs> I, like, I remember, I remember the perks. It was, it was. <laughs> I remember some of my perks were, I got donuts from Krispy Kreme. I got, I got to go to the terrace. Movie theater to right. see the Bob Marley right. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some meals in there. A couple meals. It's like ah, I'll give you the perks, but it was so perks. She's like, "You got any more work for me to do?" I'm like, "Fuck no! You're costing me an arm and a leg a week." <laughs> thankful for and they're the unsung heroes Ooh. they're like the ra of friends the friends that make the reservation yes they call the uber they yes. don't lose their keys let's say let's say those people's names i'm gonna say becky casey and my sisters shelly and courtney yes my sisters also fall into this category my friend abby that lives in philly here with me yeah i could tell i could get that vibe from her she seems like yeah. she's like a reservation gal it is such a fresh breath, a, a breath of fresh air. That's what I mean to say. A fresh breath. <laughs> minty, it is minty that they do always have fresh breath. They just like are on top of their shit and they are like looking out for the tribe. And like for whatever reason, you're lucky enough to be in their tribe and they're looking out for you and it's fucking totally. amazing. And when they plan everything, you can kind of just put your mind on airplane mode and just like just show up because they're just going to like direct you wherever you need to be. If your only job is to show up and have a good time, it's like that friend. And like it seems like a Herculean effort to me that someone would take under take this much planning under their belt and they just do naturally. Yes. Let's say like the reservation goes wrong or something and then they're at the front like handling it and then you're just off to the side kind of like, oh my God, like should I be stressed for them? Like they did all this work and then like they're not even stressed about it, but you're like back there like stressing for them sometimes. Yeah, yeah I'm just like twiddling my thumbs. I'm just like, how can I help right? you? I don't really know, but it seems like I'm probably that friend who like asked to help the person after they've done like the cooking you know that friend who's like can i help you cook anything and they're like already setting the table like no i don't need your help you're like, I, like, like i don't really ask what they need to help i'm like i'm making this casserole which is like 
usually like entirely anti to what I always think of like one um, dinner that we were having in Charleston and everyone was like, this is what we're eating. It was New Year's Eve. And I was like, I'm bringing black eyed peas and collard greens. I'm like, yes. No question. That's what I'm bringing. Yeah. It's, it's the, that's the New Year's meal. Right. But like they had like a whole other <laughs> meal planned and I was like, that's what I'm bringing. Sorry. Speaking of meals plan, don't you have a spreadsheet for Thanksgiving? I do. I do have a spreadsheet. It's got multiple sheets. It's it's pretty intense. It's actually, I would I would choose to see that it is not intense because it removes any confusion that anyone might have. You pulled out Excel. I'm already like, I'm already feeling anxious. Like I'm about to go into a nine to five. Okay, so I. For context, I have 14 people coming to my Thanksgiving. and Is this your first time hosting? I'm actually not even hosting it at my apartment. I'm hosting at the Airbnb that my parents are renting out because it has space for 14 people. And my apartment has space for like like an optimistic eight. <laughs> an optimistic um, eight. What is this, a center for ants? <laughs> yeah, like so... In order to be like accommodating for everyone, we're having it there. And it's gonna be a lot, but I have a lot of siblings, so I kind of just outsourced everything. So I just told everybody, like, can you like everyone got a dish basically? Like, this is your thing. Like, and it doesn't not even like I gave them a recipe and a dish to make. I just said, you have to make something that has sweet potatoes in it. Mm, I like that. So, like, if your dream... There's some creative freedom in there. Yeah, but, like, or not. Like, if you, like, wanted to go get the Arita sweet potato fries and, like, put them in the oven and, like, that is your favorite sweet potato dish that you feel comfortable making, then, like, by all means, that's on you. <laughs> so I, think I, like, I don't like, know. I think I'd be a little upset if someone did show up with the fries, though. I'd be like, yeah. how am I going to put my marshmallows on this? Like, how many <laughs> it is? I think I, like, appeal to their competitive sides, because I gave them all just, like, one dish to focus on. And they're like, okay, well, I obviously want my dish to be really good. So I think I think we're going to end up with a good meal. I pre-made a lot of stuff this weekend. Um, so we'll see. Good girl. So I heard this funny tweet by uh, Charlemagne the God. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Thanksgiving really needs an all-day meal plan. Whose idea was it just to do dinner? Nobody ever knows what to do for breakfast, lunch, for breakfast or lunch on Thanksgiving. And I was like, that's so true. I'm like starving myself all day. Dude, the New York Times, they have a book. Oh, God. It's like right next to me, but I can't reach it. I should reach for it. Um, But they talk (laughs) about like how you should structure your Thanksgiving day. And it's like, we should not do appetizers. So we're actually doing just doing oysters. Ooh. It's something you don't want to like fill up on because they're like yeah. a really heavy meal. And they always talk about how you well, my parents talk not that book, but my parents don't eat turkey. It's kind of like a weird thing. They don't really like turkey. Yeah, so what do y'all do? Like a ham? Well do they like steaks? <laughs> Like, steaks. I bet you're about to say meatloaf for a second. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I feel about meatloaf. But we're like, <laughs> I mean, I think that the way that my family approaches it, I really like it because it's obviously what I grew up with. But yeah, it's like if I'm gonna have a day dedicated to food, 
I'm going to eat the food that I want to. And if like my heart doesn't sing when it comes to a turkey, then I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. I don't really like turkey that much either. Like I put everything on top of the turkey and then I'm like, oh, it's Mm -hmm. okay. But I'm like, I'm sorry. I just call it to say turkey is dry. It's always dry. Oh, dry. And then people say, not my turkey. Not bad. Your turkey's dry. (laughs) Yes. They always say that, Colleen. They always say it. I'm like, no, it's still dry. Even if you put slather it with gravy, I'm still going to say that bitch is Are you trying my turkey? Like, oh, no, I have. <laughs> I've had – so my parents have never once cooked their own. So, like, let's go ahead and say I've had a conservative 20 turkeys that were not – like, of various chefs. Every single one of them has been dry and, like, tasteless. I just called yeah. to say – don't like turkey. Yeah. I'm more of a ham gal. Oh, I like love that. a ham. Like Christmas ham, Thanksgiving ham, birthday ham, Easter, Easter ham. ham. Easter ham is the best <laughs> Christmas ham. Yeah. It's too. like, is it because the, like, what is it about that Easter ham? It is. It's almost like it's sweeter like in the springtime. It's spring not competing time. with anything what else. Like that? I still eat a lot of Christmas ham and Thanksgiving ham for sure. But I think the Easter ham can really shine. Christmas ham sits amongst like a whole array of things. Easter ham, front and center. Yeah. I'm also thankful for uh, my siblings who have now, Mm -hmm. like, well, it's been a while now, but it's like, we're now friends. Like, isn't it such a great place where you can be like, me and my siblings are friends because Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone has that point in their life where they're like, I hate my siblings. And then it comes back around and you're like, oh my God, I talked to them like multiple times in one day, you know? Yeah. It's, it kind of happens slowly. Mm -hmm. It's a very slow progression. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's so, for me, it's not always that way, but, <laughs> it varies by day and by yeah. mood and you know and and who's in the house because sometimes it's like if I'm one on one with my sisters it's good and then if all three of us are together because it's an yep, odd yep, number yep. it can easily feel like you're being ganged yep. up on if two agree and one like, doesn't then it's like well I'm just gonna be really mad but I freaking love it when it, when I'm on the two ganging up against the one oh, yeah I'm like, whatever <laughs> that one's so dumb I'm like, because as the youngest, I feel like I'm always getting <laughs> roasted. I'm also thankful for being in a place with my parents where I don't find them annoying anymore. You know, because like parents are always annoying. And now it's like, I, I want to know my mom and dad's advice on things. I feel like I want to know them more as people. I'm like, what were you like when you were my age? Or like, what was your childhood like? Like things that I never. Yeah. My mom has about. definitely gotten like more blunt and open with talking with me. She'll be like, child, back in my day. And I'm like, oh, tell me about it, girl. Tell me, sis. You're like, please. I would love oh. to know. Yeah. Thankful for work friends. They're yes. the weirdest kind, but they're really nice. Work friends are really nice. And you know, you really like your work friends when they're sick and they don't show up to work. And you're like, we're so, where are so. they? Where are they? <laughs> And then you come home and your man is like, how was your day? And you're like, it was okay. So-and-so wasn't at work. So Yeah, exactly. And I think what's insane about that friendship and why I said like they're the weirdest kind, I didn't mean like they're weird people. I just meant like that's an intense form of friendship to be able to be in someone's vicinity for 40 hours a week Mm -hmm. and get along. 
like get along alone enjoy each other that's like incredible and I don't know about you but I feel like a lot of times the work friends that I've made especially in food and bev like we Mm -hmm. end up bonding over complaining about the job (laughs) yeah it's like we both want to we both want the paycheck we both applied for the job so we want to be here but we also want to complain about it together definitely like commiserate together and be like what's this or 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 like I don't know like I think what the first time like when you're at work and you start talking about like things that you like maybe have quietly noticed and never said anything about and then the first time you talk to someone okay does this annoy you too and they're like yes and then it's just like so beautiful absolutely I used to bond with one of my coworkers because uh my boss used to say you know after everything and then one time he was like walking out and he was like you know and I was like oh snap that was shade you were making fun of you were making fun of Jane I'm using it (laughs) I hear it I hear it I see you and he was like a 60 year old man so I was like the fact that we just bonded over that I'm like yes I see yeah I think that's another thing about work friends is that you interact with people that you would never normally be like saddled with yeah like I now have friends who are like in their 50s (laughs) like they're my friends like I keep up with them on Facebook check Mm -hmm. in with Jerome every once in a while I'm like hey Jerome how's it going (laughs) they love the Facebook they are all about that Facebook yes they do Baby boomers love some Facebook. Facebook, I think, is the easiest form of social media. But the other day I got on it and I was so confused. I was like, I don't know how to work this thing. Get me back to Instagram. I'm always like, they would like tag me in every single one of their statuses. And I'd be like, why am I getting tagged in this? Like people are very confused by this like group of middle-aged people are tagging me in like their day-to-day fireball new like discussions and they'd be like don't worry about it I'm thankful that you can turn off notifications (laughs) oh my god yeah I mean now because like you do so little these days like I feel like normally people our age do so little these days on Facebook that my notifications are the dumbest things it's like literally like so and so posted this like it's like literally not real notifications yeah. that it'll be like you're in like a group from like five years ago and someone posted to that group and nothing in it is relevant to you anymore and you're like mm-hmm. i but for some reason you don't want to leave that group <laughs> you keep those i never do you keep receiving those notifications so thankful for so many things and i'm so thankful that i will be cooking none of the dinner for thanksgiving however i will be cooking breakfast i'm gonna cook breakfast because everyone's always hungry okay okay then you're Mm -hmm. that's that's a you thing but i'm so impressed that you have gotten out of cooking (laughs) well you know it's it's kind of tricky you just make yourself very you just like hide all day (laughs) you know showers become really long all of a sudden you need to vacuum the carpet <laughs> you know you're like i have a lot of things they're like to stores do. are closed what kind of errands are you running what? you're like oh dude i bet you actually a lot of money on instacart that morning Just well i wonder i'm instacarting all week and i definitely delivered people's thanksgiving day groceries and i was like you're doing thanksgiving right i was like just don't go to the store have me go get it for you yeah i have one that was like the full thing and i was like whoa we are i am doing was that a ramona whoa 
Whoa. It was. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I also like friends who support other women. Women supporting other women. <laughs> other women. You don't support other women. But look at him. Look. Look! I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, greens, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram, long, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram, long, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes. Beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes.